Welcome back to another episode of Tell Me Sis Podcast. Hey everyone, we have new mics today. Finally. So hopefully these sound good. I actually won't know until post, so I'm praying that these are better than the other ones that we have because it would just make our life so much easier if we could use these mics um, because the sound quality was just really bothering me in the other episodes. Like we finally got the recording device down, but the sound was just echoey and there was like this clicky noise that would happen anytime our hands would like touch anything. So I think we're good now. Hopefully, fingers crossed. The only thing is, the only comment I see is usually that Kyla's voice is lower, but I also think it's because in general you just speak lower than I do and you or you always forget to talk close to the mic. So you see how like my lips are close? Your lips are like practically touching the mic. Yeah. So I think that's the difference is like maybe if I go further back then we'll probably sound the same. Um hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully it sounds good, but um we're excited this episode is going to be really fun we asked on instagram on our tell me sis podcast instagram account for you to send in your anonymous family drama stories give us all the tea and we read through most of them we got a lot um and some of them are really juicy yeah so what we did was i made kyla go through like the first little bit by herself so she screenshots the ones that she wants to say and then we'll alternate so we actually don't know what the other person read and it's kind of like a fun surprise so should we get started or do you have any updates that you want to talk about updates from this past week i mean we just got back from bel-air uh, that was a really fun trip. You guys already know that I did a giveaway with them. and If they listen to the last episode and follow you on Instagram. Then um, what else have I been up to? Honestly, nothing much. Because, I mean, we're, we're pre-recording this. So the last time we were giving updates was literally a few days ago. But yeah. this is going to be going up a week later. So Yeah, we're basically filming and recording these in batch so that we can take time for the holidays to like just be with family and relax and like not have to do anything social media wise which is going to be nice to get a break from that um but we want to say thank you for all the support on the podcast so far it's been honestly incredible and it's really cool to get your feedback and we know like the main thing that's been frustrating has been the sound quality so I'm glad that we're finally getting we're getting somewhere with it Yeah. yeah Um, and if you're curious about any of the equipment that we do have, it's linked on my Amazon storefront if you want to go check it out. So I'll have it linked in the show notes if you want to, if, if you are thinking of starting a, a podcast or something. I know sometimes I get questions on the equipment that we use, so I'll just link it all there so you can check it out for yourselves. But I think there's not really many updates to do. Have you posted the giveaway yet? No, the giveaway, well... By the time they're listening to this podcast, the giveaway will be live. Okay. It's probably going to be closed by that time. Okay. I'm not sure. So you can always head over to my Instagram, Kyla Chentomo, and see if the giveaway is still going on. But I think it should be closed by the time um, this episode goes up or it's closing the day of because I'm posting it tomorrow. Okay. Which is our podcast that we last filmed when we were in Tremblant. And it's up for a week. So then it's the last day is going to be Wednesday, the 28th, which is I think is the day that this podcast is going. Okay, up. yeah, we always upload on Wednesdays. So by the time you're listening to this, it'll be 
closed but yeah we'll we'll try to do more giveaways it might not be you might still be able to enter by the time this podcast goes up yeah just check out kyla's instagram you'll be able to see it there but um we do want to do a few giveaways like for our podcast listeners slash viewers we should come up with a name if you guys have any ideas for names for you guys like like a a listener name i don't know i think that'd be cool so we can refer to you guys as something and then you know do giveaways and um have fun activities but there is one thing i want to say before we get into the episode is when i was editing last week's episode which was like about our family history and our grandparents immigrating to canada world war ii post-world war ii escaping a country blah 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 blah. um if you want to actually watch that video because i edited in a bunch of photos and videos of like to give you more of a visual aspect of my grandparents on both sides like throughout time and then some photos of us when we were kids with them and then there was a a really nice home video so it, it does look really pretty when you are watching it versus like obviously listening to it is interesting as well but watching it is actually visually pleasing because you can picture what they looked like at those times when we were telling the stories um i did get permission from my grandma to talk about that i have a feeling we might get comments like is that okay that you're talking about these stories yeah for sure no we got the okay Mm -hmm. and did you get the okay about sharing photos and stuff yes that and i didn't give any like super specific details that my grandma wouldn't be comfortable with other people knowing we purposely like left that out um, but things that she and especially my grandfather was very proud to talk about, we left that in because it's something that they are um, very proud of. Yeah. So if you haven't listened to that podcast or watched that episode, I'll link it down below. Definitely check it out. It was the week prior to this one. Um, but let's get into the family drama because I was reading through some of these and I was a sometimes I was laughing with some of them. Yeah, you were like scream laughing. Yeah, one of them was really funny. And she even said, like, I don't know if you're going to find this funny, but I found it really funny. Um, and then some of them I was like, ooh. Yeah, I, I got some good ones, honestly. Do you want to start? I'll start. Okay. Ooh, I'm excited. I want to actually try to read almost all of them that I screenshotted. There was a bunch. And let us know if you like the lengths of these newer episodes. We're doing close to an hour. So I feel like that's good. My family, other than my husband, doesn't know that we got an abortion when I was 21. We've been together since I was 18 and we are happily married in our new home together. Just turned 30. His family is religious, but we wanted to be here, but we wouldn't be here today if we didn't make that decision for us. Wow. Um, honestly, like not the juiciest tea ever, but I think that's no. really incredible that yeah. um, you have like this like self-awareness to know that, hey, I'm not ready for this at this stage of my life. And my husband and I are going to make a decision for us and only for us. And the rest of the family doesn't need to know. And I agree with that. Yeah. At the end of the day, like whatever decision you make as a couple or even for yourself personally, like it doesn't need to be shared with the rest of your family just because they're your family. I was reading that and I was like, wow, good on you. It's important that you and your partner do what you believe in and what's best for you guys. And you don't even need to share that with anyone. Like people. No one's business, but your own people that are pro-abortion or pro-life like either way at the end of the day what matters is what you're doing for yourself like it doesn't you don't need to be telling your family or your husband's family your business exactly okay so good for you let's go on to my first one that i 
screenshot. I worked at the same company as my now husband, and a little before we met and started dating, I noticed he was out of work for a while with an apparent foot injury. I thought that was kind of bizarre. I believed at the time he told me that he had hurt himself on an ice skate in a locker room, and then she wrote in brackets, LOL, lie. Come to find out later in our relationship, he confessed to me the truth of what really happened. One night, he was leaving some girl's house at 3 a.m. and fell asleep behind the wheel and crashed his car into a ditch. He woke up to cop lights coming from be- coming behind him, and he bolted and ran like three miles home through the woods in icy winter conditions. He had been drinking that night, but had tried to sober up before he left, which is why he was driving at such a late time. I believe that's the reasoning he ran from the police so he wouldn't get a DUI. He hid in his parents' basement, apparently, and got away from the cops, but did end up going to court where he claimed his car had been stolen. It blows my mind that my sweet, smart, and hardworking husband did something like this. LOL. Definitely a story we don't publicly share with friends and fam. That's hilarious. First of all, please don't drink and drive. I'm not saying this to judge your husband or judge you, but like, just please don't drink and drive. Of course. But But like, the fact that no one was hurt, that's hilarious. (laughs) He, I just picture this guy running through the woods. He's just like any other guy, like so normal. And and so nice probably. And then he was like, oh crap, this is going to ruin my life and everything's okay. Everyone's fine. I'm going to get out of here. And he's smart too for saying, because when you were saying the part of like him running away, I'm like, but his car is still there with his license plate. It's probably under his name. Like they have all of his information, but he's smart for being like, no, my car was stolen. Not us giving ideas to all the future people <laughs> wanting to get away from the cops. But like genius. I know. The only thing I'm wondering is, I mean, I guess it was a residential area, but like wouldn't they have security cameras on different buildings like showing that it was him driving? It must have been in a residential area. Maybe. But I, I heard that driving tired is almost worse than driving drunk. I don't know if that's true, but I've heard that. I mean, driving when you're really tired about to fall asleep at the wheel, that's really dangerous, but... I think overall, it's all dangerous. I think I know, but overall driving drunk yeah. is way more dangerous. Yeah. Just don't drink and drive. Because when you're drunk behind the wheel, you really don't have any control. Is it the same everywhere of the amount of alcohol you can have? Because I remember as kids, like when we'd leave our aunts and uncles houses, like mom and dad would have wine with dinner and drive home. Yeah, because they weren't like wasted. They were still under the limit. Because what's I know the limit changed. Now it, it's like a lot lower. Like you can't even have like more than a glass of wine or something. Yeah. But I think even back then, it's not like mom and dad were wasted. And no, I'm no, sure no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying I remember they would be drinking wine at dinner and then like we would drive home later. And then I remember at some point they changed the limit. And I remember friends of mine being like, oh, now you can't even like have a glass of wine because it's over the limit. I'm not sure. I don't know know. what the limit is. I just try not to like drive if I know I'm going to be drinking. I'll always Uber. But um, yeah, I mean, that's hilarious. I was like picturing she she actually wrote it really detailed. So I was picturing in my mind like this dude. Yeah. I almost wish you can like send photos of you guys so I can see it. I know. We, because I don't know if I mentioned this last time, but when I post these like question boxes on um, Instagram, we actually can't see who's writing in. We just see what what you wrote. So I don't know your name. I don't know your email address. Like I can't see any of that. Yeah. Like it's even anonymous to us. Yeah. So it's it's this is totally anonymous. So I, I it was just laughing. But okay. What? This kind of ties into what we were like speaking about two episodes ago. Okay, which was? My 38-year-old cousin is bringing his 19-year-old girlfriend to Christmas this year. Lol. Wait, how old? 38? My 38-year-old cousin is bringing his 19-year-old <gasps> girlfriend to Christmas this year. 
That's like a 20 year age gap. That's no. weird. It like makes me it's predatory. I'm sorry. And I know that like some people were like, that's not predatory. Like some people like in the comments were like, maybe it was one person like made a comment, but I was like, no, that's, that's predatory. Whether they're aware of that or not. Under, for me, it's like really under 25. If you're like over 30, don't go with someone under 25. Like I just, I know. I don't know. I don't know. Like, it's different if the person's 19 going for, like, a 23-year-old or something like that. That's not weird. But someone who's almost going to be in their 40s going for a teenager, kid. It's a teenager. a teenager. That's a kid. Like, when you're 19 or in your early 20s, like, it's the oldest you've ever been, right? So you feel like you're so mature. You have your life together. Maybe, maybe not. But you just feel like you know what you're doing. Because you're no longer like a 15 year old. You're out of high school at this point. Like, you know, because I remember feeling that way at that age. And looking back on it, it's like you're so young. You really don't have much experience with life. And someone who's in their late 30s dating you is just really, really weird. Who were we talking to about this the other day? We were talking to somebody about this, how usually, I think it was our cousins, usually people that are in their late 30s, it's people that can't get people their own age. Or that, or they don't actually want the commitment of like getting married and having kids. And so when they go for someone younger, they know that that person could be easier to get away with not having to get married and whatever because they most probably want to wait whereas if they go for someone in their 30s they know that these women are like no I want to have kids I want to get married it's weird because there's people I know in their 30s that don't want those things as women so it's like why can't you just find people your own age that want the same interests as you maybe it's because there's harder I guess I don't know I don't know it's different for everyone I just think that it's weird I'm obviously like I think most people would agree with us Kyla and I think people that don't think it's predatory like that big of an age gap usually is because they're in a similar situation or they know someone that's in a similar situation and they get a little defensive over it but like most people that I've talked to that are our age would agree with us yeah I mean I remember when I was in my early 20s and I knew someone that was seeing a guy that was much older I think we were like 21 or 22 and she was seeing someone that was like 34 32 and like I didn't think much of it at the time but like I remember yeah hearing one of his friends being like why are you inviting these young girls like that's so weird and like it kind of stuck with me and I didn't understand like what he meant at that point because I was like young girls like we're 21 22 like we're not that young now I think of it and I'm like a 21 year old is like you're so young you're such a baby I think there's definitely situations where it's okay like honestly I I know people that have been in and are still in long-term healthy relationships that are very good that have a big age gap like it can happen it's just I think for the most part it just unsettles me and I know that's us us being judgmental but like I am judging it because that's just that's just how I think well I know someone who's in an age gap relationship but it's not even really an age gap relationship they're like seven years apart but she's turning 30 and he's still in his 30s so it's like not weird listen 
our parents are six and a half or seven years apart, and my mom was 24 when she started being with our dad, so. Yeah, okay, you know. yeah. That's why, I like, I think there are situations that it, it's okay, but at the same time, I'm like, uh, I don't know, I feel weird about it. That's just our opinion, though. Like, you can disagree, you can agree, it doesn't matter. It's, like, just what we think. Yeah. Okay, that was off topic. <laughs> Next one. This is actually so disgusting. I don't know if you two will even find it funny, dot, dot, dot. But my sister and I were pretty close growing up, and we are basically each other's built-in best friends. I remember when we were little, like maybe ages eight and six, we would be playing, and then when one of us had to fart, the other one would put our noses directly up to the farting sister's butt and sniff as soon as she farted. It was so bad. We would die laughing every time, but like, why did we do that? It was a short phase, thank God, and we forgot about it until much later in our lives. I'm so embarrassed by this. I'm glad this is anonymous. Love the podcast, by the way. I'm dead. That's hilarious. (laughs) Oh, my God. That sounds like something we would have done. No, I would not have smelt your fart. I'm sorry. We were weird. We had our own For sure, but I don't know if I would go literally put my nose in your butt crack and smell your fart. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. I'm not judging, by the way. Like, I think that's really funny. I would never do it. <laughs> like kids are weird. So you are judging. I guess. But kids are weird. Like kids do weird things. Yeah. Kids do weird things all the time. Sorry. My phone is like going off. Uh, kids do weird things all the time. So is it weird? No. I feel like a lot of siblings. <laughs> is it weird? No. Well, is it weird for like kids to do something like that? No. True. Kids. If you're an adult doing that, it's a little bit of a different story. Yeah. It's whatever you're into, <laughs> I guess. But I don't find that. I don't know. Kids just do things all the time that are questionable and you're like, okay, like I guess you'll get pink eye and learn from the situation. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Kids are like the most honest people you will meet. Oh, yeah. Try being around a kid when you have a pimple. Oh, my God. Or like flaky skin or something. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was listening to this podcast. Was it Kelsey... I think it was with Kelsey, um, Cody Code's girlfriend or fiance. Okay. I think it was with her. Anyways, there was a podcast I was listening to and someone was saying that their mom was at working at a preschool and like lift her arm to do to do something and one of the kids was like oh, flappity flap 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 like <gasps> on the arm. And her mom was like, awesome, thanks. And he was just like loving the flap. <laughs> oh my gosh. I've experienced things with kids too. Oh. But anyways, that's hilarious that you and your sister did that. Thank God it was a short phase. And thank God you're not doing it to this day. (laughs) (laughs) But don't feel embarrassed. Like, kids be weird. Yeah. We all did weird things. Listen, Alex, do you remember you used to dress up as a boy? I would be the girl. And, like, we would would play, like, house or whatever. And there was one time we kissed. I remember this vividly. Don't remember us kissing. I remember dressing up as a boy and you as the girl. No, I remember, like, we kissed on the lips. But we were very young as well. You were like eight. I was six or something like same age as these girls. Yo. (laughs) Yeah. So we've all been we've all done things. Okay. This is what I was telling you about. There's a lot of like incest stuff that I I was reading. You just said we kissed. So (laughs) we were kids. Okay. My grandparents are first cousins and married each other, which makes everyone in my immediate family related to each other regardless. Wait, my grandparents are first cousins? And they got married. Okay, so their ki- so her mom or her dad is from from incest. Yeah. But then her other parent isn't. 
Her other parent isn't, but she's part incest. Yeah, but aren't we all, like, down the line somewhere? Alex, imagine us marrying, like, like me marrying cousin, like, one of my cousins, one of my first cousins. And then, like, doubt, like, that's incest. Yeah, that's weird. Disgusting. That's weird. I'm sorry for being, like, so brutally honest, but ew. (laughs) But ew. (laughs) You know, like, what the heck? That's, like, me and Rick. Yeah. (sighs) Before my biological father met my mom, he was hooking up with his stepsister. My parents met and started dating. My mom's dad and my dad's mom met and got married less than a year later. My parents got married and they share a half sibling. So my parents are technically step siblings. Years later, my dad's stepsister had a kid who tried dating my older sister. Something weird running in the family. That was so confusing. I'm so confused. (laughs) Okay, so her biological father, before her father met her mom, he was hooking up with his stepsister. With his stepsister. Okay, so then her parents met eventually and started dating. But her mom's dad, so her grandfather, and her dad's mom met and got married less than a year later. Like, so the other generation. And then her parents got married. They share a half-sibling. So her parents are technically step-siblings. And then years later, her dad's stepsister had a kid who tried dating my older sister. That was so that confusing. Is confusing, but I get it. And there's some weird stuff going on there in that family. There is some weird stuff going on. Like, are you just a very good-looking family? You guys can't keep your hands off of each other or what? Oh, my God, Kyla. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it speaks for itself. Okay, I never read past the first paragraph, but I once found one of my dad's journals in their garage when I still lived there. It said, I hope my family forgives me for the things I've done. And something about admitting that he's done terrible things in the past. If it wasn't my dad, I probably would have kept reading. I stopped, though, and I still wonder from time to time. I've never asked him or tried to find out or tried to find the journal again, and I have absolutely no idea what it could possibly be about. My dad and my mom have been together since they were teens, so it's not like he has something super secret life. It's not like he has some super secret life prior to meeting her. He did serve in the military for a few years and worked for the government. I have no clue what it could be, though. Okay, well, for sure has something to do with that. With the government and, like, military? For sure. I mean, if he's been with his, with her, you know, his partner since he was a teenager, and then he did those things, it for sure has to do something with that. Yeah. But he can't say it. He can't say it. <gasps> Ooh. Ooh, I secretly wish you can go and read, find his journal. I know, but, like, also, it's not the smartest idea to do that. Like, I feel like maybe you'll probably see something that's going to mess with you. So just stay away mm. from that but that is true i totally am curious as well I'm so curious but yeah it's easy for us who are not like emotionally invested in your family to be like "Ooh, what is it go find out tell us yeah but actually that might mess with you so maybe don't that's so crazy it's so interesting when you find out like more about your parents lives that like they would have never told you it, i feel like this happens a lot more often than people think yeah People finding out about either their parents or grandparents, like stuff that they had done throughout their life, either when the grandparents pass on or the parents pass on and you're going through all of their like stuff. Like there's so many stories I've listened to of people that like their grandparents were hoarders and like once they passed on, they were clearing out their stuff and found like old documents from the war or something or things hidden in the walls. I used to hear those stories all the time. Okay. 
So next one. Starts off with a bang. My grandparents were swingers. My grandpa is still with my, with the woman he was swinging with way back in the day. They did like a partner swap way back in the late 80s. Way back in the late 80s. Oh my God, I was born in the 90s. <laughs> and my grandpa stuck it out with the woman he swapped with, who we call Avo, Avo, which is grandma in Portuguese. My grandma, his first and original right, wife, ended up breaking up with the dude she swapped with Everyone gets along and we are all together at family events and occasions. I have so many more weird family stories I could share. My fam should have been a reality show. I want to know more. Yeah, that's Tell so interesting. So her grandparents were swingers. They swapped and liked the partners they swapped with. So stayed with them. And then her grandmas ended up splitting up with the partner and her grandfather's still with that partner. So and they all still hang out during family events and are that's, fine with each other. That's hilarious. I mean, if you're swingers for and, them. You're, and you're all on board with it it's not like you're cheating or anything because you're all doing it you're all doing what you want to do so yeah it is what it is oh my god that's i want to know more tell us more okay so back to what we were just talking about before you read that uh that story of like finding things out when someone passes away i have one in here when my grandfather passed away my dad and i were cleaning out his house and found marriage and divorce papers from my grandfather's first marriage no one knew about The dates on them mean that my aunt was conceived while my grandfather was married to someone else and then got divorced and married my grandmother a couple of months later, a couple of months before she gave birth to my aunt. No one knows about this except for me and my dad. So does that mean that like the aunt has a different mom, but the dad just has custody over her? Oh, I thought it was that he cheated and got someone else pregnant. No, because he was fully married. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought he cheated with someone, got that person pregnant, or was it that he got his wife pregnant? That's what I got from it. Okay. Because look, it says, uh, we found marriage and divorce divorce papers from my grandfather's first marriage. The dates on them mean that my aunt was conceived while my grandfather was married to someone else. Okay, yeah, so... And then got divorced and married my grandmother a couple of months before she gave birth to my aunt. Yeah, so he... So his... Her grandma was, like, the mistress. Oh. And so he was married to someone else, got her grandma pregnant with her aunt, and left his original wife for her grandma. Oh, my God! We don't know the full tea, right? We don't know if his... If the grandma knew about it. Like, the fact that he was married, like, we don't know. But interesting see what i mean how you find out stuff after people pass on she said only her and her dad knew about it because they found these papers yeah no one would have known that's what i'm saying is that like you find out these things i know that's crazy okay this one my brother-in-law is so hot like my type to the t and i'm from what i've got and i'm i'm his from what i've gathered i've gotten vibes that he was attracted to me too I've been with my husband for seven years and I would never, but I'd be lying if I said I hadn't thought about what breaking that tension would be like <gasps> with like the, she sh- so she's married. She's married. Her brother-in-law. <gasps> that would be like me and Tim. Oh my God. Or like, I was going to say you and Dan, but no, because we're not married. <laughs> 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 but okay. So here's my question. When you were dating your now husband at the time when you were dating you obviously met his family did you find him attractive then like when you first met your brother-in-law before yeah. he was a brother-in-law maybe he was a lot younger maybe and as the years went on she like grew 
or she didn't know him very well up until they got married like i don't know who knows but oof. that's really tough i'm sorry you're going through that like good thing that you're not going to cheat on your husband i really don't agree with that at all um don't ever go to it like don't ever <laughs> feed that need need don't ever feed that desire but is your husband not your type to a T? Like that's I find if did you marry? Maybe him? she's talking about more physical. Oh, yeah, if there's like a physical tension. And then with her husband, it's possible that there's like the he's like, you know, her T personality wise, her T, her type personality wise, like physical, whatever. Also, when you've been with someone for so long, like you it's only normal to like look at other people and be like, oh, yeah, that person's really attractive. Like there's nothing wrong with that. You just don't act on it. Yeah, there's definitely a difference between acting on something, but dang. Yeah. Your turn. Good for you, though, for not going for it. But I need more. I need pictures. I wanna, yeah, I want to hear <laughs> more about this. I want to see pictures. <laughs> I'm sleeping with one of my besties' male roommates, but me and his other male best friend have so much sexual tension, you could cut a knife with it. The last time I had people over at my house, the guy I'm sleeping with fell asleep on my couch. Then me, my bestie, and his best friend went into my bedroom and had a threesome. I had to sneak them out the next morning. Whoa, that's a lot of bestie, bestie, bestie. What is happening? So she's sleeping with her best friend. No, she's sleeping with a guy. I'm sleeping with one of my bestie's male roommates. Is your bestie a male? Yeah. Okay. So she's sleeping with her bestie's roommate. But she has tension with an another guy? She has tension with her best friend's best friend, who's another guy. Okay. And also her best friend and then another guy as well. So they had a threesome while he was asleep. While the guy that she's actually sleeping with was asleep. Yeah. But, like, why even, like, try to hide it at that point? Like, are you seeing this guy? Are you yeah, trying to exclusive? date him? Like, is it exclusive? Because at that point, like... Maybe, maybe, I was going to say maybe her best friend would be upset, but if she's sleeping with her best friend too, I don't know. You know? That seems very complicated. It seems <laughs> like we need more um, details on this because from what you put here, you're not doing anything wrong. Like, I wouldn't even try to hide it. Unless there's something going on with the guy you're actually sleeping with that he would be upset over, you know? Yeah. I need to know more details. Sometimes people talk about their lives and I'm like, damn, like people are wild. I know. I feel like such a prude. Me too. But it's fine. Everyone's different. I don't know if it's family drama, but it definitely would if it got out. So I've been having sex with my stepbrother since 2016. We don't live together or anything and I never felt him like a brother type and he's so hot. We only stopped in 2020 and half of 2021 because I had a boyfriend. Love you girls. So does that mean you continued again after half of 2021? Are I mean, go for it. Out? You guys aren't related. If you're attracted to each other, then go for it. I find it so weird when it's a step. Oh, mind you, if you're not, if you don't live together and it only happened later on in life, it's just to me, it's weird that like the parents are sleeping together. Well, you know what? She's allowed to do that and good for her. Yeah, it's not. You're not blood related. Like I would if I had a step sibling and I thought he was really good looking, I was really attracted to him. I would do it. Okay, but would you do it if you were teenagers living in the same house with no. the same parents? Okay. No. There's a difference, definitely. Do you remember that show, Life with Derek? Yes. The tension between the two of them, even though they made it seem like they hate each other because they're step-siblings, but they're the same age and they're teenagers living in the same house. It was like a Canadian show back in the day. 
The sexual tension between the two of them made me so uncomfy. They had sexual tension? I don't even remember that. Oh my god, Kyla. I don't remember that. Literally, you there's a whole section on TikTok about life with Derek. And how oh, there was wow. like, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And I think the actors dated in real life. That's probably why. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Wait, is it my turn or your turn? Your turn. Okay. This one I'm I'm like a little interested to know. Like I need more details on this as well. My best friend, who was one of my bridesmaids, slept with my older brother on the night of my wedding after I specifically asked them not to stay in the same hotel room because I knew something would happen. My brother was supposed to go home, but most of my bridal party slash family booked accommodation. He didn't want to leave with the other guests, so organized to stay in my cousin's room, but ended up in the same room as my best friend. I requested that he stayed with my cousin, and they both said to me, while drunk, nothing will happen. We wouldn't do that to you took over a month before I found out. So my question to you is why didn't you want them to sleep together? Is it is Do you think like, that your brother was going to hurt your best friend's feelings or is it because you don't want them dating? Because if that's the case like they it's a free world they're allowed to do what they want. If they want to hook up with each other they're more than allowed to, you know, they don't need your permission. But if it's if there's like actual reasoning behind why you don't want it to happen, then that's different. Right. Like, here's the thing. So I, I know people that had a falling out because she started dating her best friend's brother and she fell out with her best friend. I don't know if that was like the sole reason, but it was a big issue between the two of them. And in her defense, she was like, why can't I, why aren't you happy for us? Like, we're happy together. And then her friend was like, because now I feel like I don't have my best friend anymore and like now my brother's gonna know all my gossip all my tea because obviously you're gonna tell your boyfriend everything and like I'm not comfortable with that so like they both had reasons but I do agree at the end of the day like it is a free world and like you're allowed to date who you want to date and it's tough because when it is like your best friend and like you might be ruining that friendship but I also think it's not fair of the best friend to not allow that to happen because they're just like yeah like oh well then I won't be able to tell you things it's like well yeah you know but I don't want to invalidate anyone's feelings it's more just like what yeah is I the get reason? I get both sides but really at the end of the day like I've had friends be like oh my god Kyla like I want to hook you up with my brother like if if you want to date my brother like you could, like they're all for it you right, know so right. for me it's like my friends are all for that if they have a brother so that's why I'm like why wouldn't you want that like something must have happened prior there could be a lot of reasons. There could be jealousy. There could be like if you're feeling like you're also single and alone and now your your other single friend is going like, to start dating your brother. You're like it, sometimes it's like a, proje- a projection of your own insecurities. Like there's a lot of reasons to it. I'm actually really curious to know people's thoughts on this if they think it's right or wrong of the best friend to date the brother. Um, and I think also depends on the age too. And why also give your reason as to why you think it would be right or wrong. Yeah. Because if you're like later on in life, like in your twenties, whatever, and it's like a serious relationship, I don't see why that would be an issue. But if you're like in your teen as a teen and you're just like hooking up with your best friend's older brother, I can see why that would be upsetting because no one's fully mature yet. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But so there's definitely a difference in that scenario. But, um, I am sorry if that ruined your wedding. Like, I feel like that shouldn't, like, it It, it sucks to feel that way, you know? Um, but I would like to know more. My great-grandma found out that my great-grandpa was cheating on her. So she showed up to, 
the mistress's house and shot her great grandfather in the ass. She was aiming for something else. LOL. <laughs> oh my god. <gasps> what would you do if you found out your partner was cheating on you? I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. Um also this is like her great grandparents. So different like, generation. Different times. <laughs> um honestly, I don't know. I feel like I can't even put myself in that situation because like I know Dan would never do that to me and I would never do that to him. Like we're just not in that place in our situation. To me, it's like cheating is the ultimate betrayal. And I know like I'm so confident in my relationship with Dan. Like I know he would never do that to me and I would never do that to him. But if that's the case, like he, we always talk about this when we find out people that are cheating or whatever. We're like, why? Why? Like, why are you still with somebody if you're going to be with someone else? Like, just don't be with that person then. It's because they want their cake. They want to eat it too. My parents are married, but my mom has been cheating on my dad for about six years now. (gasps) My sister and I found out within the first few days, but my dad is completely oblivious oblivious and clueless to this day. My sister and I have confronted her about it multiple times and she gaslights us. Her current boyfriend is also married. She introduced him to my sister as a work friend. Wait, are her parents not together now? They're still together. So what do you mean her current boyfriend? Like, the mom's current boyfriend, like, the guy on the side, is also married. So she has multiple. Or d- the same guy. It's the same guy. <gasps> okay, I I mean, I don't know what you would do in this situation, but I would tell my dad. I think I would say something, too. I would definitely say something, because that is just so... Actually, would I? I don't know. I don't even know what I would do in that situation, because... I would try to make it so that my dad would find out somehow. Like, I know it would hurt him, but, like, it I don't know. It's just not nice. What are you doing? I don't know what I would do. I really don't. I would. I, I know for myself I wouldn't be able to live with it. I would say something. Six years? That's so long. I'm so I sorry. I know. Ugh. That actually really breaks my heart. Okay, this one kind of confused me. My great aunt wrote a multi-million dollar book. Sold out everywhere. Still, you can't get one unless you want to pay close to $5,000 for a used one. It was a true story of her and my grandma's childhood. Here's the catch. It was all a lie. And the craziest part is people started a satanic cult after reading it. My grandma and family know the truth, but she refuses to acknowledge that she wrote the book now. We often get reached out to by the media to make a statement or do a movie. It is not my story to tell, though. I want to know all the details. Oh, my God. What book is this? And it was all a lie. So she wrote it. She wrote it as like it was fiction because it wasn't true. But she wrote it as if it wasn't fiction. But then she never took accountability. Wait, did she say this is based on a true story? She said it was based on a true story of their life, but it wasn't. So it's illegal. Is that illegal? Well, she lied. But is it, like, actually illegal where, like, if the truth gets out, then, like, they could... I don't know if you go to jail for that, but, like, you... Be fined. I don't know. I actually don't know what happens. You would just be known as a liar. But clearly, your grandmother... It's your grandmother that wrote the book? Her mom that wrote the book? Her great aunt. So, clearly, your great aunt is very, very uh, talented, and she should write more books. But not say it's her life. <laughs> a multi-million dollar book and it's sold out everywhere and still you can't get it unless you want to pay close to $5,000 for a used one. 
I want to know all the details. Who sent this? Can you DM us? We won't talk about it. <laughs> I want to know. If she DMs you, then you have to tell me. Obviously. Okay. Maybe don't DM anyone. <laughs> no bueno. Don't throw your aunt under the bus. Yeah, don't. You don't want to mess up your family. Okay. So my grandma was in an old person's home. You're going to die. Okay. My grandma was in an old person's home and got in trouble because a nurse walked in on her giving another resident a blowjob. <gasps> this was a nursing home in Beverly Hills. <laughs> You know what? I feel like this actually happens a lot more than you'd think. Because yeah. I've heard a lot of stories like this. Because someone explained that one of the biggest spreaders of STIs are in old folks' homes. Yeah. Because they just have sex all the time because they can't get pregnant. Yeah. And then they have all these diseases that they spread. Yeah. That's what I heard as well. I died. Go grandma. Love that for her. Okay. But, like, be careful with STIs, y'all. Like okay come on like they're having fun definitely be careful but like go her that's really funny that's really funny i was on pinterest and you know how it suggests people for you to follow when you click on the notification tab well one was my uncle i thought it was interesting that he had a pinterest account so i clicked on his profile it was all anime porn (laughs) if this was recent i probably wouldn't have been so scarred but it happened years ago when i was like 13 my aunt and him are now divorced and he always gave me the major icks Oh my god. Ew. How hilarious though he doesn't know that people can see his account and what he likes. Ooh. Unless maybe he can but he thought he was anonymous? I don't know. Ew, so awkward. Listen, we're not judging people for what their fetishes are no, or like I'm just what they're saying, into. Like, it's the fact that it's your uncle and you're 13 and you're seeing it and oh you're like no. that's disgusting. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> oh no, no, no. That's so awkward, ew. <laughs> I'm sorry you saw that. Um but it's like you said, if you saw it now, you'd probably be like, ew, but move on with your life. And, uh, you know, I'm glad for your aunt for moving on with hers. Okay. Oh, girl, a close friend, a close family friend drunk DM'd me over the weekend telling me he likes me. He's married with little kids. <gasps> no. The next morning he apologized, but continued to say that he was only speaking his mind. I oh, immediately God. shut it down, but I haven't decided how to proceed because I know it would destroy his relationship with his family and mine. Dreading seeing him this week. That's so awkward because like for her to be in that position because she could easily just not say anything and like go on with her life and, and everyone's fine. But like what if he s- does this with other people? I mean, it's like What about it? Like I know for myself, if my husband was doing that, I would want to know. You know, but not everyone wants. To. It's like such an awkward position to be in. I know. And, and then, then also you, the person. but then you also have to think of it as like, okay, let's say he was just married and there was no kids involved. Tell the wife without second yeah. thought. But because there's kids involved, you don't want to mess up the family, right? So it's like then you you you're thinking about the children. Like the children are so innocent in this case. I know, but it's like, what if he's doing this with? The, that's what you don't know. Is if like if this was a one time thing that like he just has like a random crush on one girl and like he's never gonna do it again. Like that's different. But if he's doing this to a ton of other women, that's also not fair for the wife. You know, it's, it's not so it's not fair to anyone. It's not fair to anyone. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry you're in that position. That truly sucks. And I'm sorry you're going to have to see him. Yo, what the hell? I don't know what I would do. I'm sorry. I, like, don't have advice for this. Like, that just stresses me out for you. Well, advice for this would be because he has kids, I would just stay out of it. Um, yeah. 
that would be my advice just stay out it's of like it not your business i guess oh, and God. if he is doing it with other girls then it's gonna bite him in the ass one day yeah and it's it's not your it's not your place this it's is not it's your, not your problem it's not your problem to solve like the sh- responsibility shouldn't be on you for him doing sleazy things this is a uh mother-in-law like monster-in-law story i guess i don't know why but i'm starting to really dislike my mother-in-law maybe i know why Me and my boyfriend bought a house earlier this year, and when his mom came to visit the house, she only said shit about it. The walls needed to be painted. No shit, Sherlock. They were dark gray. The bathrooms and kitchen were outdated. The bedrooms weren't big enough. Big enough for who? For you? We are a young couple. We bought a three-bedroom apartment, so we have more than enough space for us. If, If and when we decide to have children, the bedrooms have enough space for them as well. She was so negative about the house and it really made me resent her. My boyfriend told her that I was sad about her comments and she didn't even have the balls to apologize to me. It drives me mad. I try to be nice to her because of my boyfriend, but it's hard. She always wants us to go to her house for dinner, but I don't want to and I always come up with excuses. My boyfriend does go and I'm sure she talks shit about me because I made him go alone. I don't fucking have patience. Oh, this just goes back to like the moms wanting to like thinking that their son needs like everything perfect and everything needs to be like the son like living a perfect life and whatever but it's like if your son is happy and he likes that place like who are you to say anything i know like this is what i always think for myself when my son starts dating someone i don't care who that person is as long as my son is happy yeah and if that person is making my son happy that's truly all i care about yeah obviously i want the best for him but like at the same time i want the main goal of mine is for him to be happy in life so like that's how i see it yeah and you know whoever he ends up with if we don't get along that like let's say our personalities are so different but he's so happy then it like will make me like the person yeah i'm like you love my son and my son loves you so i love you because you're like now an extension of my son yeah so i don't understand the whole like like she making comments about every little thing and like not liking the are they married and just ju- like i just it bothers me so much it makes me sad because like there could be such a good relationship when like there isn't i know and i find a lot of the times it's like the mother-in-law will expect x y and z from the daughter-in-law meanwhile the mother-in-law is like inserting herself in in her son's relationship and like causing turmoil in the relationship and just being like super opinionated and judgmental and mean and cruel but then like the second the daughter-in-law is upset about something it's like oh she's so dramatic yeah like that's what this person was saying is that like for sure that she just talks shit about her when she's not there I mean I do think that it's important for you to try to have a relationship with your mother-in-law like I do think it's it's you know if you're just never gonna go you're kind of just feeding the beast, you know? Yeah. You're just, like, giving her more reasons to not like you. And I know it's not fair because, like, you don't want to be there. But sometimes, like, if your husband wants to be there and he wants you to, to be there as well, like, sometimes you have to make small sacrifices for your partner. And if it's meaningful for him, you should do that, you know? Obviously, you can have your boundaries. Like, I don't know the whole situation. I don't know your story. Um, but you can set boundaries for yourself but still allow yourself to be open to working on things you know it just it does suck I'm not trying to like invalidate your feelings at all because they're completely valid it's just more like like I'm I'm sad for you that you're in that situation you know 
Yeah, it really sucks. And there's a lot of women out there that have this like obsession with their sons and they think their sons deserve like the best of the best. Meanwhile, it's like their son is actually just happy with the woman that they're with right now. And like you could just stay out of your son's life and or let your son make his own decisions and choices and let him live the life that he wants to live. If he's happy, he's happy. That should be the only thing that matters. Yeah, we were listening to a podcast about this the other day, how they were saying, like, you don't really see the same things with, like, father-in-laws because this might sound sexist. I don't even know. But it's, like, how men typically aren't as competitive with each other when it comes to that kind of stuff. And women are very competitive. So, like, you're almost competing with your daughter-in-law for your son yeah it's like this it's something you don't even realize is happening and there's like a whole psychology behind it like they're talking about it and I even heard it in another podcast with a therapist talking about it how this is such a common thing and that's why there's all these movies and tv shows and episodes about like the monster-in-law usually with the mother-in-law because of the psychology behind it and it was actually really interesting to listen to because um there are things you don't actually realize that like make sense you know, like maybe the the wife isn't super getting what she needs from her husband. So then she like gets that from her son. And it's like subconsciously, like you're almost like dating your son. Like, I don't know. There was this whole psychology thing behind it. It was really interesting. Yeah, I just find it really interesting. And like, I'm just letting you know you're not alone, like in the situation. That's why there's movies and episodes about it, because it's actually a very common thing. Yeah, like. It is a very common thing. A lot of a lot of uh, women have a hard time getting along with uh, the mothers of their significant other. It's common. Happens all the time. So I love my mom because she's my mom, but I think she's an absolutely shit human being. Oh. I don't like her. Oh, my God. She really fucked me up as a human, and she isn't very kind and super judgmental. Every day, I'm trying to unlearn the shit she instilled in me so that I can be a good person and a healthy mother to my son. Good for you. Yeah, I think it's really, really brave of you to... It's, first of all, it's really hard to unlearn things that we have been brought up in, like certain situations and how we are as people. So I think that's really big of you. Um the one thing I am going to say, though, is that, like, as we get older throughout life, we can't always keep blaming our parents for, like, the shit that happens in our lives. Like, yes, yeah. you have this trauma that you went through at a young age and it's valid and, like, it is hard to unlearn certain traits. But at some point it comes there comes a time where, like, you're an adult now and, like, you can't keep blaming that for everything. I agree with you. Like, you can't always blame your parent for everything, but good on you for wanting to break the cycle. Yeah, I agree 100%. Like, I think that is such an amazing, amazing thing for you to do. It's not easy, it's but not it's easy. definitely doable. And also good for you for even knowing that your mom isn't the greatest person. You yeah, know? some people, like, don't realize those. Some people just don't realize it, and they just go through life thinking that, like, everything their mom says and does is like it must be they must be right Mm -hmm. or they just don't have a backbone to like stand their ground and want to change so honestly good for you proud of you very proud of you okay we'll do one more if we didn't read yours like we got a lot sent in so we can always make a part two you can always write into us if you want us to like do more of these types of topics and stuff but just know that like we're trying our best to get through them all um that we just were sent a lot the episode would be too long okay this story needs to remain completely anonymous because some of my family members wouldn't be happy to know i talked about it 
I have known for several several years that my grandfather had a brief affair with a woman and that she had a baby. I was told that this baby, who is now a grown woman, didn't want anything to do with my family, so I never looked into her. However, my grandfather died this year and told me the story and the name of his daughter. I was curious, so I tried to find her on Facebook. On her Facebook, I found out that she had a daughter, so technically I have another cousin. I stalked her daughter and found out that she had two children. I am now in disbelief that I have all this family that I never really heard about and that lives in the same city as my official family, but it doesn't end there. The daughter of my cousin looks exactly like me. The resemblance is so apparent she could have been my daughter. This was a shock. I can't believe I have someone who looks exactly like me. I can't wrap my head around the fact that there is another human in the same city as me that looks exactly like me, and I can't contact my cousin because my grandmother doesn't want me to. I love her with all my heart, and she raised me, so I don't want to hurt her. That is wild. That is so wild. Like, you have family that you know exists, but you... You can't, and... Well, the the daughter of the of her grand of her grandfather obviously knows, but like doesn't want the rest of her family to know because she wants nothing to do with him. Right. That is so wild. And the fact that like, oh my gosh, that she looks one of the daughters looks exactly like you. See, this is my like toxic trait is I would like try to run into them in public. <laughs> oh my god, we look so much alike. <laughs> like, what's your name? Yeah. That's so weird. We can I have your number? That is not the advice I'm giving you, but I'm just saying that's like instantly what popped in my head is like my toxic trait of what I would want to do. I feel like that's something that I would want to do too. It's like you don't want to disrespect your grandma, but at the same yeah. time you like want to meet them. So you're like, oops, I just happen to be the same you're in the same city. I'm assuming the grandma le- never left the grandfather. Probably not. That's so sad, but like so crazy. Oh my goodness. I cannot believe that. Yeah. Wow. Well, at the end of the day, you got to do what's best for you. And, you know, eventually it's not saying like you can never meet them, right? Yeah. I mean, listen, like if your grandma would be really, really hurt by it, then and you love your grandma more than your she said her grandma like raised her basically yeah and you love your grandma and respect her more than your curiosity of getting to know this family then definitely respect your grandma's wishes but or just go bump into them at a grocery store but (laughs) (laughs) yeah just like follow them to a grocery store and like pretend to bump into them accent oh my gosh we're giving the worst advice no don't do that (laughs) but i mean maybe i don't know no Uh, just respect your grandma's wishes okay well this pretty much wraps up this episode um i know it's during the holidays i hope you guys are having a really fun holiday time i don't know what your work schedule is like i know a lot of people are off between christmas and new year's so i hope you're spending time with family or you know doing fun things with friends or just watching all the cozy films and eating all the good food and listening to some fun music. I don't know what you celebrate, but I know that it is a really nice time of year because people tend to spend it with their families. And if it's a sad time of year, because I know that this time can also bring up a lot of memories and um, emotions, especially if you're going through a breakup or if there's someone that had passed, my heart goes out to you. I know it can be a really hard time of year for that. Um, the first few years after our grandfather passed away during Christmas was hard yeah see for me it's it's I dealt with it in the opposite way I grieved in the opposite way well there's no like right way to grieve right no I'm just saying that's my way of grieving for me it was like I was still in shock the first few years and then like Mm -hmm. more so like in the more recent years it was getting hard 
But but anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Follow us on TikTok. Follow us on Instagram. Tell me sis podcast on both accounts. If you want to be like a part of these segments where you write into us, it's going to be usually on our on our Instagram stories and everything. Yeah. If you want to keep up to date with everything like that. Um, and also, if you don't mind rating us on rating us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, that would mean so much. It really helps us out. Spotify is just like you just tap a button and Apple, um, you can rate five stars and leave a nice review because it really it does help. It does really help. And we love you guys. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.